All right, happy Friday, and thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Our toll-free number this Friday, 800-941-SHAWN, if you want to be a part of this extravaganza. It's amazing how this Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch controversy has just exploded. I mean, Anheuser-Busch now has, has fallen over 5%, lost $5 billion in, in plus in, in market cap, uh, the Anheuser-Busch and the NFL renewed their partnership in 2021, making Bud Light the official beer of the NFL. That deal runs through the 2026-2027 season. Uh, John Rich will be on with us later. He's, he's pulled cases of Bud Light from his Nashville bar. He says the customers decide. Customers are king. He says, I own a bar in downtown Nashville. Our number one selling beer up until a few days ago was Bud Light. And now nobody wants to buy a Bud Light. So he says, I'm going with my customers. And this all a result of their partnership with Dylan Mulvaney, this trans uh, influencer. Uh, and by the way, now it's impacting Nike as Nike had a partnership with Mulvaney too. How do these, imp- I have as, as many followers on social media as, as Mulvaney does. You know, how come I'm not an influencer, Linda? What's up with that? I think you're very influential, Sean. You know, well, why aren't these companies coming to me and paying me? Nike should pay me. Why isn't Bud well, Light advertising on this show and advertising on my TV show? If I had to hazard a guess, I would say they can't afford you. I think Dylan might. <laughs> maybe the price was a little no, lower. I think, I'm thinking no, out I, loud. Oh, I think they can afford me. I think they're a very wealthy company. It's a $200 billion company. They can afford, you know, a year's sponsorship on the show. They just did a deal with the NFL. Nothing is cheap with the NFL. They can afford a sponsorship with a conservative. I'll tell you why. Because they are afraid of my politics. That's why. But they weren't afraid of the politics of woke. And this is where corporations now are making really, really big mistakes. I noticed that, uh, did you see, I guess, sports bras being burnt uh, showing up on social media. Did you see any of that? I did not see that. Sports yeah. bras are expensive. I would not burn them. Well, it's only because, you know, Uncle James, you know, goes through all this stuff and he says, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? I don't see anything without him, his eyes on it, because I don't have access to any of my social media. Cause you and you're people, welcome. You forbid me from having even my uh, my I can't get into anything. Oh, you, you had to be more specific. You're talking about the Nike sports bras. That's the Nike, the Nike sport- Pro stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. story came out a couple of days ago. That's the Nike Pro stuff. And I said right. the same thing. I'm like, why is Nike and Bud getting into this? Like, I don't understand. Like, I liked Nike until that day. Now I won't ever wear Nike again. I, I, I've liked Nike and I like Bud Light, although I think I like Coors Light a little better. You know what I like about Coors Light on the when you... I like my beer ice, ice cold. I even put ice in the glass sometimes. I want it that cold. And anyway, it shows you on the can or the bottle how cold the Coors Light is um, because the, the mountains in their logo get super, super blue. So that's a kind of cool feature that I like. And it's only 100 calories. I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, I don't drink a lot of beer, but I like, especially on hot summer days, uh, there's nothing better than a cold beer. I mean, it's great. But I think Anheuser-Busch is in trouble, and I think Nike's going to be in trouble, too. I'll tell you I who else I don't know if is- Nike's going to be in trouble, and I'll tell you why. Because Nike is just so ingrained in 
so many different aspects so is, of the community. So is Anheuser-Busch. No, so I'm going to gently push back on that, which is the difference is you're not supposed to drink until you're 21. So it's a different demographic, right? Like our kids, they all wear the Nike stuff for all the sports, all so the teams. So you think the kids won't care about it because they're not as political? I don't political. think the teams aren't paying attention. Do you know what I mean? So it makes a little bit of a difference there. We've got a little bit well, more of a bigger demo. You know, I mean, p- people that are older, we're paying attention. We're looking at what they're doing and, and we're you making do the whole monologue now. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> now you give the, the whole model. I got it. I got your point. I'm well taken, by the way. I'll tell you who else is in trouble. You may not know this. Looks like Mitt Romney's next reelection campaign might be tougher than expected. Uh, Utah Republican House Speaker Brad Wilson, he's very popular in Utah. He announced Thursday that he is forming an exploratory committee to run for Senate. The first sign that he's going to challenge Romney. I'll tell you right now, if I had to bet today, and I, I, you probably could bet on this. You, if there are, you can bet on pretty much everything today, can't you? I don't know what the laws are. I don't do it. But anyway, I would put my money on Brad Wilson today. Uh, if Jason Chaffetz gets in, it's almost a slam dunk that he would win, in my view. But I'm not sure he wants to get in. We'll see. Uh, but that would be one hell of uh, a race, a primary between uh, Romney and Brad Wilson. You know, there was a time I used to like Mitt Romney. I thought Mitt Romney was a nice man with a nice family, nice people around him. And, you know, in many ways, I just felt he changed dramatically. And he's he's at odds with the person that I thought he was. It's it's kind of sad to see it. Happens too often, actually. Um, anyway, House GOP are working on legislation to ban local prosecutors from going after presidents. Well, I wouldn't do that so fast because local prosecutors may be going after the Bidens. Uh, Mitch McConnell has returned to the Senate. Washington Times points out that there's a lot of speculation on Capitol Hill about whether he's about to retire. I'm not sure if that's true. A top aide to McConnell said he's not going anywhere. We'll see if that happens. Uh, apparently this fall must have been awful because he was in the hospital for a long time. I think jo- is John Fetterman even out of the hospital? I don't think he is. Or he's doing outpatient work now. It's one or the other. He's going to be back soon. What does that mean? You know, and I tried to warn everybody in Pennsylvania. Nobody listened. Well, you know, people, in fairness, they did listen. And this is where Republicans have to be careful, too. I talk about Republicans need to embrace voting by mail, voting early. And Republicans need to understand that Democrats have a massive advantage because they are legally ballot harvesting and they're putting millions and millions of dollars into these efforts. Now, how do I know that? Because we know that what their strategy is. If they have bad candidates like they did with Fetterman or Joe Biden or Katie Hobbs, you don't see them very much. They don't campaign the way Republicans are still out there campaigning. And that's, you know, going affairs and shaking hands, kissing babies, taking selfies, making press avails, uh, doing town halls, answering questions, traveling to county to county to county. No, they hide in their basement. And if they can, they'll get away without debating or they'll debate only once, like three days before Election Day, after a million votes have already been cast. And uh, that's that's the way they're running elections. You know, what killed Oz in in Pennsylvania uh, is very clear. And I like Doug Mastriano. I thought he's a nice guy. But his position on abortion in a swing state like Pennsylvania is not going to fly. He had no exceptions for rape, incest of the mother's life. That is not going to fly, and especially in swing states. And we better learn that lesson. 
had Tudor Dixon on TV. I don't know if you saw her last night. Tudor Dixon, who I like a lot, who would have been a much better uh, uh, governor than and Gretchen Whitmer. And unfortunately, she had taken the previous position. It was on videotape, and they just crushed her with that one issue. Republicans have got to be very, very careful. Now you say, well, Hannity, you're pro-life. You believe in the sanctity of life. You're right. I do. However, I believe the issue of abortion isn't, shouldn't be that political. Certainly, you don't want to go to the extreme where Democrats are, which is, you know, first you deliver the baby and then you make the baby comfortable. And then the, the doctor will have a conversation with the mom about whether the baby lives or dies. That was, of course, that idiot Governor Northam. But there are many, many Democrats. They keep saying, you know, they don't have any restrictions at all, even up to the moment of birth. That is radical. That is extreme. That is supporting infanticide. If you're pro, I don't know a pro-choice person that supports that radical position. Most people are first trimester people. In other words, they don't like it. You know, Bill Clinton famously said legal and rare, but legal, rare and early. I think most Americans probably that would be the sweet spot. And then the answer for those people that believe in in being pro-life and the sanctity of life is to help organizations like Preborn, preborn.com or pound 250 keyword baby. If you want to donate, they don't get any money from the government like Planned Parenthood. But you can't have a politician and expect to get swing voters if they have no exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life. Because that is, that is political death. But, you know, that's where they find themselves. Um, you know, I'm getting a lot of information from people on this intelligence leak. And, you know, it, it's funny. People's instincts are very interesting to me. There's more than I can't tell you how many people that are telling me they don't buy it. They don't believe that this is the guy. And I'm like, I, I don't have any evidence that shows me that that's the case. I would like to know how come, you know, this person had had access to such high level intelligence here. I mean, we really need to know. Republicans now are questioning why the media found the Pentagon leaker before the Biden administration did. You know, how did the, the New York Times and Washington Post have the story first? And we, you know, so much intelligence came out of this. You know, we now, we gave, we gave Vladimir Putin the gift of free intelligence in this battle, this conflict with Ukraine. We had no idea of America's involvement in this and other countries' involvement in this. Not only did we give away the fact that there are special forces from the United States and the UK and other countries on the ground, we gave their exact location. That has put every one of their lives in danger. We learned that Russia trained, you know, the people in Belarus, they're teaching their Air Force how to use a tactical nuke. Well, maybe that's good that we learned that part. Well, certainly the government already knew it. I was not upset to hear that apparently the Pentagon is documenting. They claim that Putin has cancer. I think I think Vladimir Putin is a murdering dictator thug who's targeted innocent men, women and children and murdered innocents in, in cold blood. And I really don't care about Vladimir Putin. Sorry, that doesn't sound compassionate. Uh, I believe that there are evil people and he's one of them. Anyway, top secret documents detailing Biden's security arrangements also found in Ireland as he's visiting his castles and making a fool of himself. And he can't even answer questions from kids. Uh, anyway, so they think it's this National Guardsman behind the, the Pentagon's massive leak. 
I, I, it, I, how did it happen? And, you know, Joe Biden saying it's not a big deal. It is a big deal that nothing really was revealed. He's out of his mind. Uh, you know, more leaked documents reveal the U.S. insight into Russian infighting, the threat from China. You know, we learned that, you know, they're looking at this accused leaker, but we're also seeing that China is, in fact, has tested and deployed a new longer-range hypersonic missile that is probably able to evade U.S. defenses. You know, we're learning all sorts of stuff. Um, and, you know, we should be shocked by this intelligent leak. And, you know, I'm telling you, this is really bad, and it couldn't come at a worse time. The most shocking intel leak reveals this new Chinese military advancement. And we better understand that China is on the move. And we've learned now through this leak that they have partners we didn't know about. People that we thought were our allies. We now know Egypt is, is helping Vladimir Putin. We know that the Chinese, they're helping the Russians in this conflict with Ukraine. Uh, we learned that the UAE has switched sides. And they are now betting on China being the world's sole superpower, not America, because of Joe Biden's weakness. That's dangerous. And we already knew about Saudi Arabia. They were all picking sides. We're going to do a special on this tonight on Hannity. Um, Russia's commando units were gutted, apparently. We learned that during the leak. Russia says China agreed to secretly provide weapons, according to the leaked documents. U.S. Air National Guardsman now is in court for the first time, charged with two, I guess, felonies. Um, now Mount Moscow, we have multiple hostage crises around the world, and Joe Biden isn't doing a damn a darn thing about it. And by the way, Joe Biden's bragging about his chummy relationship with President Xi. He is out of his mind. President Xi is eating his lunch, and while he's visiting castles and and stammering and stumbling and mumbling and bumbling, answering children's questions, President Xi is actively trying to dominate the world. And he, they're, they're making a hell of a lot of progress because everyone sees Biden's compromised and a cognitive mess. Our friends at MyPillow, their massive closeout sale is happening on their all-season MySlippers. Listeners now, they continue to make MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and you're going to want to stock up because right now you can get the all-season MySlippers for 25 bucks. Regularly, they cost $149.98. You're saving over $120. You're limited to 10 pairs when you check out. My Slippers has an exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers extra comfortable, extremely durable. They relieve stress on your feet. You can wear them any place, anytime, anywhere. They have additional sizes, all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, get your pair of My Slippers, 25 bucks, usually $149.98, or call 800-919-6090. Mention my name, Hannity.